It's Taco Friday in the Taco Friday podcast. I'm your host, Jay Dog, And that right there is my good buddy, Eric. Eric, what in the fuck is going on? Jay Dog, ¿Cómo Shit, man, where'd you get that comb, dude? You're combing back your greaser head. What the fuck? Hell yeah, bro. Look at what I found. I found... Some three flowers? What is that? Pomade. Oh, yeah, you got the pomade, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got a big date tonight or some shit? Is she no, no. This is more just like a dry run, just trying to figure oh. out how the fuck I look in this old-timey shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, hey, you know, at, every, at our age, every run is a dry run. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Speak for yourself, fucker. Hey. <laughs> I'm just going off the stories you've been telling recently. Yeah, man. Shit. No, you know what's so funny is that now that everything is all Zoom and que la chingada, you know, it's not enough to just fucking answer the phone in your chonies. Fuckers actually want you to turn on your view screen, right? Oh, yeah. I know. They want you to prove you're you. Yeah. I think so they like, want it to institute s- systemic racism again. Like, they want it, like, they want to oh, see who the fuck they're dealing with. Fuck, that's brilliant, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm dealing with a big, dumb Mexican, man. Let's oh, fucking, fuck let's, yeah. let's send his ass three sets lower on the totem pole. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, the servants' bro. quarters is on the back. On is in the back door of Zoom, sir. You're oh, gonna... <laughs> does Zoom have a back door? We have a breakout room for you, fucking tacos. Oh, wow. so um, <laughs> it's a lot smaller, right? And it's, and it's not as well appointed, and and well, the video goes out every so often on it. It's, it's a lot smaller, but there are more of you in there. <laughs> there's more. There's more Brady Bunch grid squares. Oh shit! To contend with. Oh, that is so fucking funny. Oh man, it's smaller, but there are more of you in And you have to go in the back, and the video goes out. And the video goes out. And and if you want the video to stay longer, you have to borrow your a video cable from the neighbor. <laughs> oh, you're running a line from the house <laughs> over, whether they know it or, or not. not. <laughs> Damn it. Chewies believe it or, or not. not. <laughs> Would Chewy do such a thing? I don't know. Turn Let's to the camera. Out. Turn to the camera with that fucking uh, Ferris Bueller look. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Believe it or, or not. <laughs> Jose Juan Felipe's Believe It or Pedo. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Speaking of pedos, bro, I'm still eating fucking leftover fucking uh, Halloween candy, bro. We brought oh. all this fucking candy. Oh. And there was literally like three and a half trick-or-treaters. Oh, dude. Three trick-or-treaters. You save it and then save it past Thanksgiving into the Christmas season. And then, yeah. you, sne- and then you sneak it into all the kids' stockings. Oh, boys. That's how you make do, man. Oh, man, bro. I mean, I'm still eating the Reese's pieces. 
and oh, the yeah. Reese's Buttercup and the Mount. I mean, I'm still eating the good ones. Oh, the good ones. Oh, you haven't even run out of that shit yet. I haven't even run out of the wow. good ones. Wow. You know, you know that it was bad, bro. When I can't even give out a fucking Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, that's pretty bad, man. That's 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 some highfalutin candy right there. It is. That's you're picking high cotton when you're giving out Reese's <laughs> fucking candy, bro. And Sadio. No bullshit, man. Yeah. Top flight bad. shit right there. That's what I'm saying. I feel bad. But you know, I had this idea this year, bro. Hmm. It'd be fucking awesome if if instead, I mean, I've got all this fucking candy left over. What what would you think if I dressed up in my best, like my best, you know, guayabera? And my <laughs> you have a good one? Uh, well, there's no holes in it, so I guess it's a good one. So none, none. And you know, like how they do the posadas, you know, yeah. for for Christmas? Yeah, well, for what sure. If I, what if I just took like a, a big bag of, of these candies that we didn't give out and it's a, it's a reverse trick or treat. Like I just go and knock on everyone's door and be be like, knock, knock and be like, Oh, you trick or treat. And then I hand them candy just yeah. to get rid of this shit. Yeah, exactly. Do you think all, people would be down? Yeah. Yeah. You call it, you call yourself uh Santa Valle. Santa Valle. This is the precursor. This is the appetizer. <laughs> like when they bring out the little hot dogs wrapped in, you know, the little pups in a blanket. Yeah. Uh, candy and, and a big boomba Mexican just right. showing up on your door. Right. The little the, the little tamarind rolls. Yes. You know. <laughs> wrapped and in lead. Little, right? And yeah. the little peanut butter, you know, those little peanut the butter marzipan fucking, shit, yeah, marzipan fucking dulces, you know, yeah, right, Just the little with it, the roses you know, on it, yeah, Santa da or some yeah. shit like Sa that, I don't know. Santa dale, Santa dale, dale, and you just you show up, dale bitch, and then you just <laughs> throw some candy at them and run off. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> this, this Mexican Santa, he doesn't he doesn't go through the fucking chimney. He just he rolls up to the front door and throws dulces at you. Yeah, just throws candy at you. Dale, bitch. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Dude, I'd be rolling. Damn first, it. First of all, you got to get me to open the door to a Hispanic. And that's the right? first challenge. Right. You know? That's right the first there. boss you have to beat. In serio. And then, you know, and then once you get down in the chamber, then you just throw candy at the boss until he's dead. That's it. That's you see, rules. you know. I, like I know how this is going to go down. I'm actually going to go program it right now. It's going to be a side scroller. Dude, it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> the reverse <laughs> trick or treat. The reverse trick or treat. Hell yeah, Can you bro. imagine some fucking Santa-ish Hispanic showing up on your doorstep and just screaming, Vale, bitch! <laughs> Throwing shit. I okay. would lose it. It's not Santa. It's some big fat Mexican dude named Santos. Yeah, Santos. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? Oh, hey, oh, it's Santos. It's Santos. You know, and he just throws candy at your fucking house. <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. And your mom's yelling at him from inside. Ya vete la chingada. 
¡Lárgate, cabrón! ¡Lárgate, güey! Oh, oh, dale, bitch. <laughs> dale, bitch. And then I just litter their yard with random fucking dulces. Bro, that's, I think that's a new tradition. But depending on how well you treat Santos, then it depends on whether he leaves the marzipan and the shit that yes. tastes good. Or if he leaves those bullshit little fucking strawberry candies everywhere oh. that nobody likes. Fuck yeah. See, I like where this is going, bro. Yeah. This, this is, is a, a new, new tradition. tradition. Yeah. It's a new tradition waiting to happen. I like it. And instead of like a like a like a doctor's mask, I just wear like a fucking bandana. You know, yeah. Like there you fucking, go. Like the fucking, uh, you know, like bank a Yeah, like, like a vaquero, uh, You know, fuck it. <laughs> it's like, like Pancho fucking Villa. Right. And he's just running around throwing candies at your he fucking house. Didn't your grandpa fight with Pancho Villa? <laughs> oh fuck! I think <laughs> I think most people's grandpas fought with fucking Pancho Villa. You would think with all the motherfuckers that claim to have fought with Pancho Villa that we would still have some of this fucking country, but you'd no. Think, yeah, you'd think we'd have won. <laughs> you'd think we'd have won, motherfuckers. Damn it. What, what the fuck were you guys doing if you were over here, you know, fighting with fucking... Well, they don't want to... It's, yeah. it's less flattering to say my grandpa drank with Pancho Villa. Oh, pues, ahí está el pedo. Ay, está la neta, bro. Yeah, dude. Fought with... Okay, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bro, fought, you want to uh, hear something funny? This is a real quick aside. <laughs> but you would not believe how hard it is for me to add this Spanish one class right now. I mean, oh, fuck. <laughs> literally, I am having to petition. I'm having to get special fucking... <laughs> Ad codes for Spanish one, Uno dos trace, biblioteca kind of shit for Spanish one, bro. You don't even learn verbs in Spanish one. Do you see all just nouns? (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? They won't even let me learn actual Spanish. I, I, no, I man. I'm relegated to all these pochis. Po, uh, what is it? Po, po, pochismo. Pochosote. Pochilo pochli. Pochotada. Pochotadas. Más pocho que las chingadas. Pochojadas. Yeah, bro. Pochosotes. <laughs> Pochosotes. <laughs> In serio, bro. They won't even let me take Spanish. <laughs> Fuck. And They're then, like, nah, pa'que? <laughs> and then literally, okay, so it's funny. I mean, not that it matters, but there was this really nice African-American lady that I had to talk to all after fucking noon. Just to, I felt like I was negotiating with her. She's like, uh, wait, well, I don't. A real, a rate, a, a real nice African-American lady? No, she was at... real nice, bro. She okay. was real nice. Working at but... community college, I have. I mean, I don't care what ethnicity you are working at community college. I've never re- met a real nice lady working in no, the office at any no, community college ever. No, she was the real deal, bro. African-American nice. or not. Bro. She was nice. She didn't, even, she didn't even have to take me, bro. The, the, the fucking the time frame that they have for these petitions. Yeah. It's like they say, okay, we're going to take up to a business week. And she comes over and she's like, baby, let me just help you with this. Oh, shit. Like, oh, oh, fuck. I got one of the good ones right now. Oh, damn. 
So you must, have, I, you must have reminded her of like one of her nephews or some shit. I must. I must. <laughs> but, but okay, so here's the funny part, bro. It's like mm. she's trying to help me get my class, but the whole time, you know, like how the how like you know when when somebody gets assaulted for out being outside walking late, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, why were you walking late? How yeah. come you didn't go home on time? Yeah. How come blaming like victim blaming shaming? <laughs> She's like, well, I don't understand. You got good grades. Why didn't you sign up for this class all the time? I'm like, am I on trial here? Yeah, really. What are you, a cop? That's my what favorite are you a- phrase. <laughs> <laughs> right? What are you, a cop? Is there an investigation? What are you, the fucking DA? Just fucking right? help a motherfucker out, man. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I don't know if your grade average is going to make it. And I'm like, I was on the honor roll last semester. What are you talking about? I don't know She's if like, your grade oh. average is going to make it. Oh, well, I don't well, know. She's factoring it over the last fucking 27 years. That's why. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, fucker. No, that would be you, fucker. Oh, that would be yeah, me a petition to take a Spanish class from you. <laughs> <laughs> but people don't. She people called don't. me up earlier. I was like, Eric? Right. He still hasn't passed that shit in 27 <laughs> years? Goddamn. People that, know, people that don't know me, they're like, oh, well, he seems like a very smart nice yeah. young man shit. yeah shit call j-dog call I'll j-dog set, i'll set you straight shit i'll give you a reference motherfucker <laughs> shit. you know yeah. the fuck the thing about you and i knowing where each other's bones are buried <laughs> damn it and i know where you buried some bones oh i got it Hey, shut the fuck up. Okay, shut the fuck up. Shut the hey, fuck, shut okay. the fuck up, man. Oh, please. I, I got people who know and love me listening to this shit. <laughs> I know, right? I can't I can't let out too much. Yeah, of don't me. don't let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Read into that however you want. Anyway. No, it is kind of a trip, bro. It is kind of a fucking trip, man. Yeah. What are you looking for? What are you because I can't hear a goddamn thing you're saying. You're oh, uh, are Mina. you looking are those chonies? No, oh, no. Oh, that's, oh, that's no. a mascara. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's my lucha libre mascara. Oh, Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend, my friend Wendy, she's an artist, bro. Oh, fuck. And, and she paints all different kinds of shit. And she drew this little dog. That's and cool. this, this little dog, I, she said that I reminded her of this little dog, or this little dog reminded her of me, or some shit. But look at the ruffle that she put on this fucking dog. How the fuck can a little anything remind anybody of you? <laughs> That's a good question, bro. But yeah, bro. So Wait, I, hold on. So uh, just to describe it for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. This shit is some little like schnauzer dog with a doily on its head. And no, but look right here. Right somehow here. that that reminded your friend of you. Because it's the little perrito going to the circus. Oh, and it's got the little I circus ruffle. get it. There's a little ruffle around its neck, <clears throat> and it looks like a clown dog. <clears throat> yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, what do you tell? What do you tell a dog like that with two black eyes? Uh, Nothing, because you already told that fucking dog twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
damn it. I I really like this little perrito, bro. It's good. It looks good. It, she does good, bro. She does good, bro. She does good, man. Does she got an Etsy? Damn. Does she got an Etsy? Bro, don't be talking about my friend's Etsy. No, she does she know? got an Etsy store where she makes oh. those? Oh, pues, I don't know. What's oh, it? Oh, man. Or does she, is she still selling them at the swap meet? The swap oh, meet, the swap meet was the original fucking Etsy. Let me tell you. Bro. Right? But instead of making that shit yourself, you buy that shit from China. Yeah. Team it for Mexican shit. Yes. And sell it to uh, yes. swap mm-hmm. meat goers. Yep. No, that's true, bro. I mean, it's like Etsy in every way, but completely different and only for Mexicans. <laughs> that's true, man. <laughs> it's fucking true. Dude, what if the, what if the swap meat went online? And I'm not talking fucking eBay. I'm not talking to Craigslist. None of that shit. Bro, so get this. There are some uh, nonprofits that are doing online thrift stores, bro. I believe that. But yeah. a thrift store isn't quite, isn't quite the swap meet. It's not no. quite the remate. But that might be the bridge that gets us there mm-hmm. in the brave new world. I would figure, yeah. Uh, in our pursuit for equity, I think that the swap meet deserves an online presence, Eric. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. And it's because we haven't considered the cultural relevance of the swap meet. Oh, my God. As it relates to Silicon Valley. See, this is why we got to integrate Damn. Silicon Valley, man. Because let me tell you what. Those motherfuckers have never set foot in a fucking swap meet. Guaranteed. Damn, bro. You've always got some fucking hustle on the brain. (laughs) You're always working your hustle muscle, huh? That's part of that hustle culture, Eric. (laughs) 24-7. 24-7. 24-7. I don't even sleep. You know why? Because when you sleep, you can't hustle. Hustle when I'm awake. Hustle when I'm partially awake. Damn it. Hustle when I'm not sleeping. Hell yeah, bro. And when do I sleep? Never. When you sleep. When you're dead, fucker. Yes, right. When you're fucking dead. Exactly. Get up, run your hustle, get your paper, boo, or whatever else the fuck they're saying. (laughs) These motherfuckers are list entrepreneurs, their fucking profession. Bro. These douchebags. What's up? I want to make a deep fried turkey this holiday season, man. You keep saying that, man. You said I want to do it. I want to do it. Oh fuck! Calm down. Shit, you got all no, bro. I'm serio. Okay, you got all loud. It got all crazy there. Like the Um, microphone level just shot up like. 15 fucking degrees. Because I don't think you're taking me seriously, Jay. I want to fucking do a deep fried motherfucking turkey. All right, all right. Back up, back up, man. Jeez. Jeez, all right. A deep fried turkey. Well, just fucking stop talking about that shit and do it. Have you bought your turkey yet? I hear it's good, bro. It is good. You had it? Yeah, it's good. Nah, you had some? Yeah, I had some. I didn't make it. But I had it. Oh, and it's juicy as fuck. 
Yeah, it's juicy as fuck, man. <clears throat> you know what I made the other day? It's not quite deep fried turkey, but you know what I did? Hmm. I made one of those uh, beer can chicken. Chickens? Oh, yeah. You ever make beer can chicken? I have not. You stuff Ooh. a beer can up a, up, ass. up a chicken's ass? Oh, yeah. That's just a hilarious picture right there. <clears throat> oh, bro, it was comedy. Oh, hell yeah, it was. It was fucking comedy. You know what I did learn to do? What? Was to spatchcock a turkey. Now. Excuse me? I know. It sounds like a porno. That sounds very cochino, Jay. But it's not. It's very tasty. What did you do, bro? Well, so you brine the turkey, right? You brine, oh. you know, you know what I'm talking about? You brine it, you rub it in salt, right? A big old yeah. thick layer of salt. You let it sit on there for, for a long time, a couple days. So you did a dry brine. A dry brine, exactly. And then you leave it uncovered in the fridge and that may gen all kinds of nervous because you know right. uh, salmonella. salmonella. I know Sal out. and he's a fucking puto. Yeah. Sal Manila, you have a call at the front desk. And Bob no, it's, also you it's have ma- a call. It's mania, Jay. It's it's mania. Salmania. Salmania. Sal Salvador Mania, but Sal Manila, you know. he's He's from the Philippines. <laughs> He's all Filipino and shit. <laughs> okay, Mano Eric. So, <laughs> Mano J Dog. So we've got, <laughs> so we've got, um, you've got to do the dry brine, but then you spatchcock the turkey by cutting its back out and splaying it out. Oh shit! Can you explain? Can you explain? (laughs) You explain. You explain it out. (laughs) You you splay it all out flat. You know, more like flat. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. You know. You know, it's flat. Come on, flat. And (laughs) and that shit cooks quick, man. Cooks very, very fast. Yeah. How fast? Libre. Uh, and less than half the time. No me digas. Si te digo. Are you serious? That fast? Yeah, it's that fast. Yeah, because oh, you don't have all the bone in the way, and it's not. It's it's all kind of cooking more even, right? Yeah. So everything's closer to the heat in all ways, so you don't. It, it doesn't have to like, you know, form this. Oh wait know, a minute! It doesn't cool off as it. That's as what they cooks do. And all the shit. That's what they do at Pollo Loco. Yeah, that is what they do at Pollo Loco. They mm. cook it all flat. They cut the back out. You can do it with a chicken, too. And it cuts the cooking time down. Oh, shit. It's really useful. And if you're just going to carve that shit up anyway, or if you're going to put half on the platter or whatever, um, yeah, it's really useful. Interesting. Si, senor. I like that. I like that. Did you put any like special marinade on that shit? Um, no. Butter, nope. you know, you put butter, butter. in, yeah, in the, okay. in all the little, little folds, you put it under the skin. And now, did you grill it or did you bake that shit? No, baked it. And then, yeah. Right. That sounds good as fuck, bro. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Um, bro, to, it, to make this fucking, uh, this deep fried turkey, I gotta buy a big ass pot and I gotta get some peanut oil. Yeah, lots of it. You better go to Food Max. Yeah. You better go to you better go to uh fuck, what's the other one? 
Uh, I'm not poor anymore, so I forgot. I forgot. Uh, smart and final. Uh, you could go there. Uh, but, uh food I think for less. Mo- yeah, food for less. There you go. There you go. So you go to yeah, you got to get it in in large quantities. And some places they rook you on peanut oil, dude. What? Yeah, and some places they sell it in large quantity, so you can get a better a much better deal and they don't mark it all the way up oh shit but you gotta buy that shit in big old jugs yeah yeah peanut oil sir yeah somebody was telling me you can reuse peanut oil oh yeah you totally can i didn't know that yeah that's a trip bro yeah well you can use you can reuse oil i mean look the when you go to mcdonald's they got the vegetable oil oh yeah you think they change that shit between every fry batch? Fuck that shit. Damn. And you know what they do? They have this machine. I know because I almost burned myself on that shit when I was a kid. Oh, but shit. they have this machine where you drain out the fry oil and you run it through this machine and it cleans out all the all the, the burn stuff. Yeah, all the impurities. Sadio, it actually cleans it. Yeah. It pulls oh, all that fuck. shit out and then you put it back in the vat. And you can use it all again. You know what? I mean, I don't, I don't mind the idea of like reusing oil to cook a bunch of shit. But you know what I don't like, bro? Mm, Is that when I go to like some of these restaurants, like uh, Louisiana chicken, and they sometimes make fish. Oh, and, like, they fry a fish. They double fry. Yeah, they mix yeah, batches. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, they do that shit at Long John's too, man. Because yeah. the, the chicken tastes like the same as the damn fish fillets, man. Right. Now, you know. now, spoiler alert, I'll eat oh. both of them damn things. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's true. But, like, you know, it's weird to be, like, eating some chicken, and then all yeah. of a sudden it tastes like pescado. It's like, yeah, what? right. I know. The yeah. Fuck? That's why Jen don't eat that shit. And she hates, she hates seafood. Oh, she yeah. She won't even eat the, the chicken planks. She's like, no, nah, they're fried in the same oil. Same with the hush puppies. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, it's not man. good. Not, I mean, not for her. Yeah, I'll eat it, bro. though. Shit, I'll eat it with a fucking hush puppy. I mean... And some tartar sauce. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm not trying to hate. I eat it. Don't get me wrong. There aren't too many meals I've turned away. I'm no, just true. saying. Yeah, I got you. I'm no, just... I'd prefer it for sure if you kept that shit separate. Bro, that's a whole other hustle right there. Just cleaning fucking oil. Dude, you want to know what another one is? Huh? There are people who have converted their engines to uh, vegetable oil cars. I heard about that. And shit. they use veg. They use that used vegetable oil. Yeah. To power their vehicles. I heard about that. That's some crazy ass shit, man. It's like uh, it's basically you know diesel. But yeah, and they right. pull up to they pull up to the back of uh, of fast food joints, and they yeah. just get all the free throwaway shit. Right. And they scoop it out and get all dirty. But it's kind of like, remember when uh, when Doc uh, Brown you know, <laughs> right, pulled right, up right, to right, pick right. up Marty McFly and he was right. just throwing banana peels and shit right. in his fucking Mr. Fusion? Mr. Fusion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So he was just using garbage yeah. to make his, fusion rea- make his fusion reactor work. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, I'm like, oh, you're kind of a garbage picker, but the greasiest kind, you know? Yeah, I saw a documentary years ago about this kid, this young man that that 
that he rigged up his car or truck that way and he drove across country yeah hell yeah and he Dude, did that all shit. for free hell yeah, yeah it's biodiesel is what that ends up making hell yeah and then when it when it burns it smells like french fries <laughs> right right that's Pretty cool. crazy hey let me ask you a question uh, so like uh i mean everybody does their shit a little bit different but like um what, what do you guys normally eat for like your thanksgiving meal like do you normally go turkey or you you guys go ham or duck or turducken oh shit um no we go visit uh relatives and do the turducken if we want to get that going generally speaking we'll either pick ham or turkey and i'm i prefer turkey on thanksgiving and yeah. ham on christmas yeah 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 yeah. that's yeah. definitely my preference but i like to have both on christmas both available right 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 so All i right. make the i make this thing called j dog's kick-ass ham oh i've and, had that shit oh yeah hell yeah and dude I've the funny fu funny story when i used to work in music radio back yeah. home years ago back home years ago yeah this motherfucker wanted my recipe you see <laughs> and i right. said listen you motherfucking heeb <laughs> You Jew a motherfucker, you. A, a Jew wanted your ham <laughs> recipe. Like, pay the fuck attention to your own fucking religion, you oh, Jew man. motherfucker, you. You don't eat ham. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't Jewish at all. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I'm talking about my people Israel. So... <laughs> <laughs> no her name was christine and she was i brought some extra you know from the leftovers oh yeah and i just put together the the, the ham i seasoned it up just kind of from you know by heart yeah and uh i had some of that leftover goodness in a ziploc bag you know and i brought some to share with the with the staff and it was just yeah. me and her we just, she and i used to work late nights and overnights uh -huh. and so i brought this ham and I put it on a plate for both of us, and she's all sopping it up with a fucking biscuit. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's all, "Dude, I need this recipe." And I was like, "Shit, I don't, I don't know." She hands me a three by five card that was sitting next to the booth. Whatever. And I, well, and I just I wrote it. I wrote down like you know, it's basically put all this good shit on top of the ham, <laughs> right? You know, and it's like I mean, I throw it in the kitchen sink with my kick ass ham. It's 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 uh brown sugar it's honey mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's three kinds of mustard mm -hmm. it's you know a little bit of barbecue sauce casey mm -hmm. masterpiece you know how i mm -hmm. like it mm -hmm. you and get down make, on some fucking ham bro hell yeah dude and you know and some other spices and shit and then i wrote it all down and she, at the top of it she wrote j dog's kick ass ham and she put Damn. it in her mom's fucking recipe box. So oh, shit. So, somewhere in America, in some old family heirloom fucking <laughs> recipe box, is a recipe labeled Jade Dog's Kick-Ass Ham. Damn, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I dude. That's I haven't spoken to Christine in years. Man. She was the shit. That's totally your signature uh, dish. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. man. That's spiral spiral right cut ham and just add a bunch of fucking herbs and spices. I'm like Colonel J Dog with the kick ass I'm ham. I'm like Colonel J Dog. <laughs> <I'm> J. <Jay. laughs>
Oh, fuck. Dude, you and I have worked some fucking crazy ass jobs and has worked in some crazy ass industries. Yeah. Um, could I could I pry after the break? Could I pry on some of your uh, some of your previous hustles and some of my previous hustles? Oh yeah, fuck it. You're gonna show me yours if I show you mine. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but keep that shit through, chat man. Fucking oh, pues. watch watch the door. Make sure nobody's looking. Ah, uh, pues. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about our, our our past hustles. Oh yeah, man, dude. We're gonna be visited by three ghosts tonight, Jay. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas hustles. Yeah, the ghost of hustles past. The gr- the ghost of hustles past. The ghost of hustles present and hustles future. Cool, I man. I stumbled after the break. <laughs> It's Taco Friday and the Taco Friday podcast, our series of holiday specials. We're talking spatchcock and turkeys. Mm-hmm. That sounds like I'm cursing. That just sounds dirty, man. It ain't wise to be such a spatchcock and turkey is so close to Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. He did. Damn, Why? you what? did. I'm not supposed to do that? No, that's just fucking hilarious. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what movie that was from. It's from Trading Trading Places, man. Trading Places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny-ass movie. That yeah. fucking scene where fucking, uh, what's this, Dan Aykroyd? He's that fucked-up-ass Santa. He's all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. When he sticks a whole fucking salmon in his Santa suit. Right, right. <laughs> Hustling you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! That's where he came up with the line is you gotta afford the you gotta afford the gi joe with the kung fu grip <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah from sweden <laughs> why are you wearing later hosen yeah yeah from, from sweden, sweden. <laughs> Fucking i don't want your jerky beef i don't want <laughs> your jerky beef dude that guy that guy was lines. the principal yeah. In the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Two what? months. I got you, Bender. <laughs> I heard a ruckus. <laughs> small, small world. Bro. Huh. Bro. What do you know him? It's a small had, world. No, no. I had to pour some beer out the other day, man. What? Dude, Sean Connery passed away. Oh. When Sean Connery passed, man, I felt just a little bit of my soul die. Yeah, bro. Dude, I know. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I like games. I like games. Damn it, dude. I like them. It was sad. Yeah, that was pretty sad. I guess he had dementia right at the end, man. Yeah. He was all fucked up. Ah, boy. So he had to kind of stay out of the public eye. It was kind of... It was rough on his wife, but I, I, I don't think it lasted all that long in comparison to the length of his life. So yeah, hopefully it wasn't too troubling for her. Yeah, man, Sean Connery. He is the only, was the only Bond ever, oh. period. Yeah. 
all other bonds were the he's like he's the baddest rapper you know all other rappers suck in comparison to him like oh yeah he was the baddest mc when it came to james bond yeah no that was he made that role hell yeah he did he invented it fuck bro that was everybody else was trying to keep up that was sad dude that that was one well i mean i i had heard that 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 being an actor wasn't even his primary hustle oh shit really that he he stumbled into that shit really yeah i wish i could stumble into something that's fucking badass i know right yeah how do you just walk into that yeah 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 when he was a young man they were saying that um you know he was doing all different kinds of shit and then somebody said hey you know have you thought about doing any acting you know because you know he had this fucking and he said ass good look no piss off (laughs) right you know then he punched him in the fucking face right and then took his sag after card that's it and then the rest is history the rest is history (laughs) (laughs) i'll take your fucking card from you you ninny (laughs) or whatever sean connery would say i don't know when fucking uh snl used to fucking make fun of his ass on (laughs) oh dude you're a mother trebek yeah exactly oh man what i did with your mother trebek (laughs) (laughs) those were fucking hilarious damn it and he was a character for sure the Hunt for Red October is still one of my favorite fucking movies, oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. Fuck. Dude. Fucking Sean Connery, dude. <sighs> well, may we all stumble into our very own special hustles and become the 007s of our lives. And that's on the real, bro. I'm going well, to tip a martini shaken, not stirred into his memory. Hell yeah. You got me thinking about these hustles and shit now. Dude, what have you, what all have you done in the past? Bro. Like you and I have had some fucking jobs. Oh yeah. But they're all, they've all been, well, not all, not all, but a lot of them have been side hustles. Oh yeah. Like a lot of them had just been like ways to hustle up cash or things that we thought we would do for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean fuck you got me thinking about that shit why what do you are you a good are you even a good employee um i i think i can be are you a w2 guy right now or no 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 when was the last time you were oh god how how many years has it been like an actual w2 yeah oh fuck that was what like five years ago six years ago okay and how long how long was that stretch that's actually sooner than i thought it was like nine months (laughs) you were a w2 five or six years ago for a stretch of nine months yeah and that's it pretty much that's all you could stand you can't stand no more uh yeah bro do you Um, go through do you go through periods of like earning w2 money and then not or is it mostly just like you're a 1099er and oh wait a minute no that's a lie that's a lie 
No, the last time technically I was a W two was maybe three years ago. Actually, now no. Oh, okay. And how long was ago. that stretch? Uh, about nine months. Oh shit! <laughs> long enough to impregnate some chick and get the <laughs> fuck out, huh? Right. Nah, man, that's not me. That's not mine. That's and it. No, and no, you know what? You weren't my subordinate, so it's not against company policy. But you know what? I'm gonna step aside <laughs> because it's a distraction. <laughs> totally. You are the father. Damn it. Did bro. you work for Mori Povich? Damn. No. <laughs> no, fuck. No, man. No, you know, I uh fuck W2s, bro. Yeah, W2s are ass. I mean, I technically am one because it's my own corporation, so I have to pay myself a salary. Right. But W-2s are for the fucking birds, man. Yeah. I, do. I mean, I can understand. It's for me. I don't know. It's not... I can understand why somebody would be a W-2 employee because you don't have to fuck with all the ancillary bullshit that you know we've had to deal with over the years you know trying to run your own game yeah but you know i mean it's always something yeah you know when you when you do a job you just got to show up and do your job basically i mean as long as you're not trying to weasel out of getting doing the job you know your boss is going to be basically happy with what you're doing you show up you give an honest day's work for an honest day's pay and right. most bosses are going to be fine with that and then your your money just shows up magically in your fucking bank account every couple of weeks right you know, so I get it. Like it's, it takes a lot of the stresses off. You can just focus on your trade or whatever the fuck it is that you do. But I don't know, man. I think I'm a, the, probably the world's worst employee. Maybe, maybe next to you. Ah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> if we're both working in the same place. Oh, dude, no work is getting done. Remember when we tried that for a minute? Oh yeah. For about five minutes. Oh, that was a good hustle, though. That was a good hustle. That was a good hustle. Hell All right, tell, yeah. tell him. Tell him. Are you talking about when we wrote that TV show? Yeah, bro. Oh, dude, that was, some, <laughs> that was some hot shit. First of all, it was the world's worst television show. That was, that was no reason that television show should have ever made it to air, dude. Pretty um, terrible. It was bad. Like, it was probably 16... Dante's Inferno levels of fucking oh, terrible. Oh fuck! I mean, wow. it was, it was, but it was bad. It was, it was pretty bad. It was bad, but it got made, and we got paid, dude. That's <laughs> real, and that's a lot more I can say for two seasons. As a matter, yeah, of two fact. seasons exactly. So that's a lot better than I can say for most fucking art, artsy fartsy projects. Yeah. So hold on. So, but to clarify, that shit when we took it on, we took it on because we thought it was kind of going to be a side hustle, or like right. we thought they were going to just contractually pay. They had hired right. us to write an entire season's worth of television shows, right? And then we fucked around and fucked around and fucked it off fucked off the project well i don't remember it quite like that well we did well, hold on well, i'm gonna get to it but they weren't terribly forthcoming about whether the project was going to go off at all 
And then, see, and so we could have been writing it the whole time, but we waited for them to say, yeah, it's a go. But then they were like, okay, well, we need, you know, this many episodes by this date. And then we fucked it off for even a couple more weeks beyond that. And then we sat down and for like two solid weeks, maybe slightly under, we just burned all fucking nighters. Yeah. Until we wrote 13 episodes of the world's worst fucking television show. Well, I starring J dog and Eric. <laughs> I, I remember, remember that a little bit different. All right. Let, let's hear, let's hear your version. My Cause that's version, the way I tell that shit. <laughs> my version of it was remember they roped us into that fucking road show that we were doing. Oh, the traveling road show. Yeah. Yeah. The or educational tra- theater. Yeah. Where trailers are falling off of vehicles in the middle. Oh of my freeway. God. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. That's a whole other story. Your back has never been the same. Oh my God. Don't even shit. I carry the pain of that experience literally in my back. Every time that shit goes out, there is no reason as a 20 year old man, you should have a bad back and that they fucked up my back really good. And guess what? Huh? There was no fucking disability, no fucking workers comp on that shit. Everybody just kind of. Look the other way, man. Wow, look at this. Uh, remember, uh, what's that over there? Where'd he go? Oh man. Uh, yeah. So at the at the tail end of that fucking tour, they approached us and they said, uh, "Hey, we've got this project coming up. You guys want to act in it?" And we were like, "Well, yeah." And then they started saying well yeah and we're looking for a director and we're looking for a writer and director no they had a director no they remember they they had michael remember michael was going to be oh that's right that's right Yeah, Yeah. yeah and then so uh they were still in need of writers and you and i had just finished writing that musical Oh yeah. <laughs> so we were like still floating. Oh, we, were, like we, God, we were so gay. Like we're we were just badass, right? So gay. <laughs> God, we're gay. It's all right. It's 2020. And so we figured, oh yeah, no, we can grind this bitch out. No, we're shit. We got this. Yeah, shit. I write shit. I write shows. Shit. shit. I write shows, motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, yeah, all day, every day. All day. All day or day. All day or man, shit. You want a television show? How many you want? One, two, five, ten, right? thirteen. That's literally what <laughs> the kind of shit we were talking. And they were like, okay, well, we'll let you know. And they were trying to source some other motherfucker. And then they, then they had another motherfucker that they tried to source, and nobody was willing to write it based on the terms that they were presenting. Fuckers wanted to get paid. Yeah. Right. And they were like, so oh, we, well, talking. We were young and dumb. They thought they yeah. could fuck us over. Well, yeah, and everyone wanted scale, and everyone wanted an advance, and everybody wanted all this shit, because it's a, it was a lot of work. It was. You know? But we us. we just waltzed in like we got this. Yeah. You know. Damn. What arrogant pricks. <laughs> totally. But we walked in 
And he's like, you guys really think you can fucking grind this bitch out? And we were he just... He didn't like, quite put it that way. <laughs> no, he didn't say it like that. He's slightly more professional than that. Slightly. <laughs> but we basically just stepped up and said, we got this. And then over the course of like two weeks, we just pounded out like fucking 13 episodes, right? Yep. It was precisely 13 episodes. I know. Yeah. But we had negotiated this contract with them to pay us a certain amount of dollars. Right. And it was definitely not, you know, writer's scale. That's for sure. It wasn't, no. it wasn't a, an equity project or anything like that. It was some, I mean, it was the home homeboy was running a hustle, bro. No, for sure. It was not writer's guild fucking level. No, fuck no, dude. But I mean, like we weren't members of any kind of union anyway. It doesn't matter. Musicians union. (laughs) Well, and only by courtesy. Shit. I I don't even think my dues ever fucking got cashed. So, so, uh, yeah, I mean, they were, they were trying to get some shit on the cheap. They are trying to get it done. And then they had pulled in all this, like, summer youth employment uh, kids so they could get some grant money. Yeah. So they can get some of that sweet, sweet nonprofit cash. That's it. <laughs> and they, yeah. they, got all this, they got all this summer youth employment money, and they managed to cobble together a fucking television show with fucking... Yeah spit shine and shinola and a little bit of dog shit to for yeah. blackening and yeah. they had you know they had some fucking bubble gum for adhesive agent <laughs> pretty and they much. got and they got that shit and they managed to get that shit working and they got our two dumb asses except like a deal's a deal you know i'm sorry like right. i don't mean to be all fucking mafia on you right but w- they had made all these promises and they, and, you know, based on a show that was supposed to go off and we had actually delivered and I'm not we sure, delivered. I'm not even sure that they counted on us actually delivering. Who delivers 13 script, 13, 30 minute long scripts yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. In two weeks. It was, it was pretty Herculean, man. I mean, those scripts sucked. I mean, let's not pretend. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they were done. Let's not let's not let perfect be the enemy of completed. Okay. <laughs> totally. 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 So, yeah, we we came across, and I and I go in their office, and I I have this thick ass book of scripts, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wow, you, you know, you really, you really." came through jay well thanks and i'm like ah, ah, uh yep where the fuck is my cash where is my check (laughs) they're like because because t is understood motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) the inside jokes unedited contract so i was like where the fuck's my cash and uh they're like, oh, well, um, erg, um, you see. Um, and they started doing the soft shoe. And I'm like, you don't have uh-huh. our money, do you? Right. And they're like, um, well, um, yeah, um, well. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, well, like, we're waiting on the funding to come yeah. through. And, uh, and just I'm as like, soon as it comes through, we'll get you a check. And, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, well, as soon as it comes through, let, let me know and I'll be back with the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were pissed. They were livid. They were livid. They're all calling you up. Hey, oh, I, I don't know what the, what the, what's the meaning of this shit, Eric? You know, oh, you, you fucking goomba motherfucker, you, you know, <laughs> like you strong army and son of a bitch. Right, what right. The, you know, I don't you're know holding the scripts hostage. Yeah, I mean, you're like, you're like, hey, man, you're, you're holding our money hostage. I mean, you know, the money or the scripts, but you can't have both, you know? <laughs> You don't get to keep both. You got to hand, you know, we're, we're hanging on to one of them, you know, that's it. That's just, you know, I mean, I'm not just going to hand that shit over. So then they're like, then they didn't have the money. They didn't, they didn't have the money. They made promises. They couldn't fucking keep. They were wrote checks. They could not cash. That's it. And bro, they put together a, a little special employment opportunity for us. That's right. Where we would go punch a clock every day, but we didn't actually have to work. Well, they were paying us right. to be actors, remember? Right. Yeah, what the fuck ever. We were like leading teams and shit like that. No, it was just a way for us to go clock in and get paid the money that they said they were going to pay us for the scripts. Right. But we're also like employees. Right. So you and I would go in. We would check in. We yep. would punch our clock, our time clock, or little, you know, write in our time card, say, "Hey everybody, good morning." Well, we'll see you later today. And we'd go off and do whatever the fuck we wanted to do, whether that was sticking around for the day because, you know, hey, it's fun to stick around on a television program set or whatever the fuck. Or we would go we, off and play reindeer games. We had done all the work already. Yeah, we put it all in on the front end. We front loaded that bit. No, I, I, I don't feel one bit of bad for doing it. I'm just saying, like, that was how they ran their hustle. They ran us through the W-2 machine. And said we were working these hours on these days, and we weren't. We had worked them all like in fucking eighteen-hour spurts, dude. It was a that was a big fucking hustle, dude. And if they well, had, and, and if we had run them through the whole, uh, you know, the through the whole California fucking employment law scenario, oh wow, dude, that would have been a bad scene, but. Anyway, everybody got paid. You, you got to be free to be able to charge what you're going to charge, pay That's how it. you're going to pay, use, use whatever limitations you have in place to get motherfuckers paid. And yeah, I mean, that's how we got our shit done. We got our project. We got our project well, paid you know, for. This is, worth, this is worth talking about, Jay. Hmm. The, the whole universe is the overlapping universes of the 1099 contractor versus the W2 employee. Yeah, man. I mean, it's two, two different mindsets, two different kinds of worlds. And yeah, then for sure. when you, when you add to the mix, you add, so you separate now add another category 
of the Schedule C person that just mm. fills out a Schedule C and claims cash. Yeah. And then you have another kind of person that's a corporate kind of arrangement that's moving money all kinds of ways. The bottom line is, the question is, how does the money flow? Mm. You know? And I mean, on the from the hustle tip, if you're getting a bunch of cash, you know, the question is, how do you report it? How do you handle it? How do you evidence that shit? You know, you gotta, at some point, you know, if you want to do anything in life, you got to report your cash, you know? Well, if you want to do anything besides make your cash. Right. You know, you want to try to finance something. You want to try to do something. Yeah, if you want to do anything that requires any sort of credit history, you got to, you've got to show your capacity to earn and your capacity to pay back. Exactly. That has to be on on the books. Now, now, if you take your cash and you buy fucking bars of gold, (laughs) then you'll always have the money to, uh, you know, do what the fuck you want to do. Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I'm, just, it's, I'm just saying, not that I've done that, you know, because I have plenty of good credit, you know. Well, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's benefits to to running your own hustle and and being the one who decides whether the income is reported or not. It's you're you're freer, you know. It's a it's a yeah. liberty, it's a liberty thing for me. Yeah. Well, let's let's just talk about the cash hustle for a second, because you and I we have we've been involved with the cash hustle side of things. Yeah, you know, in the we past. Have in the past. I mean, yeah. I know for me, like, I I used I was one of those kids that used to go run around selling shit door to door. Yep. I remember my dad. Like, part of what we would do is we'd go to the remate, and we'd buy shit. You know, like shit that people didn't want. You know, uh, and he would buy like these odd lots of shit. Yep. And uh, he would tell me, hey, you go sell it and split the money with me. Whatever you get, you give me half of it and I'll go get more shit, you know, and you keep the rest for your fucking pocket change because you always need to have something in your pocket. And that was a lesson I learned early the fuck on. You always need to have some some shit in your pocket. Yeah. Some shit. I've got a pretty, I've got a pr- pretty simple descriptor of of wealth man if you if you've always got a hundred bucks in your pocket you basically are doing fine like Uh, no i mean no serious if you've always got a hundred bucks in your pocket and that shit doesn't isn't committed that's the that's the key right it's like if if you owe somebody then that hundred bucks is not yours it's like it's a pretty simple concept you got you okay. got a hundred bu- if you've got a hundred bucks in your pocket that isn't committed anywhere. It's like that old at axiom or that old adage, right? Yeah. If, you're, if your income, if your income is, you know, one hundred dollars and your expenses are ninety nine, <laughs> you are a happy you are a happy person. If your income is a hundred dollars and your expenses are a hundred and one dollars, you are a miserable person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's a very fine tipping point, and it really is like that. You know? Yeah, I mean? I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, 
I, I hundred the hundred dollars is just an arbitrary number. But if you've got money in your pocket all the time that isn't committed, yeah, then you're doing fine. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, all right. I mean it's a it's a it's a simple concept. I remember you used to sell shit in high school. Yeah, man. I used to <laughs> so I used to sell if I it depended on what class I was in, right? <laughs> so I would go get I would go get my I would go get my candy stash from yeah. Spartan Final, right? Yeah. I'd stack up. Yeah. And then stick it in my backpack. And then if I was in band class, I would be selling candy for the forensics team. And if right. I was in forensics right. class, <laughs> I would be selling candy for band, you know, trips. Right, exactly. And then if I was in radio TV class, <laughs> see what I'm saying? I might i might be selling you know just it was a little round robin thing but really it was it was the always the you know make j-dog financially sound fund oh yeah that's the real club i was selling for i remember you were slinging muffins at one point oh hell yeah remember those muffins some costco muffins costco muffins hell yeah dude remember that shit (laughs) Shit. I was making 50 cents on every dollar I sold those motherfuckers for, man. Hell yeah. Good times. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I know for me, because my ass likes to eat a sandwich, I was always looking for that kid that was like selling fucking lunch tickets. Two oh, for I one, do. three for so, one. I bought so many fucking cheap ass free lunch lunch tickets. Two, three, four for a dollar, just depending Hell on yeah. you know how 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 uh, ticket rich that motherfucker was. Hell yeah! <laughs> right? That was a good ass hustle. Hell yeah! It was know, he's he's taking the taxpayers' uh, free lunch program and turning mm. it into cash for his pocket. Ah. Meanwhile, instead of getting one of those weak ass hamburgers from the right? hamburger bar. I'm right. getting, you know, a double and a triple. That's it. Doubling up on that shit and getting three chocolate milks. That's it. Yes, See? sir. And That's a lot of crinkle cut right fries. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my dad used to get my my dad used to give me cash to eat lunch at school, but he'd yeah. only give me because I live close enough to the school, right? To you know go home for lunch, so he would right. only give me enough cash to um. He'd only give me enough cash to get me through like half the month if I wanted to eat lunch at school. Right. So, but then I never came home for lunch. Right. Because I was buying them, them, those lunch tickets, two, three, four for a dollar. And then he goes, (laughs) he goes, how is it? My dad was a socialist. He goes, how, (laughs) how is it? How is it you're able to just stay at school during lunch don't you eat or do you take your lunch and i go nah i buy i buy tickets two three four for a dollar from the free lunch program kids i'm sure he loved that (laughs) he got pissed oh i bet he got pissed and i was like hey don't you think they really could use the cash more than they could use the free lunch i mean cash is is far more useful damn it and he was like, 
Oh, man, he was pissed. So he tried to put a stop to it. I say tried. Oh, yeah. He attempted. Ah. Nope. No, sir. What are you going to do? It's like when you, you know, back in the day, you used to buy food stamps two and three for a dollar, too, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and all the responsible moms who just wanted to buy more uh, groceries for the kids, they had all take advantage of the freaking hustlers and the players who were pimping that program. Hell yeah. And then they would take that money and go buy fucking weed with it or more, more fucking <laughs> whatever, go to, or go to gamble with it or, like, or go to the bingo hall. Booze. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, look at Sam. Dude. The untold story. See, this is this is what the, those people who are go, who are running for president never think of. Oh fuck! They never they never even concern themselves with this shit. No, there's there's a whole lifestyle of just the cash hustle. <laughs> no, no questions asked. No. A little bit of cash just makes everything you know flow the way it needs to flow. Exactly. Now. You yeah. want to know where the real hustle is? All right, let's hear it. So you go buy that shit four for a dollar from the real desperate ticket rich motherfuckers. Yeah. But then you go sell it to the white kids for That's two it. for a dollar. Arbitrage, yeah. baby. That's arbitrage. arbitrage. Exactly, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Now you're making that paper boo. Hell yeah. <laughs> Arbitrage, bitches. <laughs> Buy low, sell motherfucking high. <laughs> All right, we're well, after the break. Oh man, after the break, bro. This this has degenerated into like the worst kind of hood hustles, man. But you know what, though, honestly, I've never sold any kind of drugs. No, I've never dude, sold no. anything illicit. No, you hell know. No. I mean, and to me, I think that is to our credit, Jay. I I agree, man. I agree. I mean, we, the, we were we we were able to keep our nose clean and look out for number one without stepping in number two. Bro, that's it right there. All right, more on that after the break. It's Taco Friday. It's the Taco Friday podcast. It's all about that big money hustle. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> more money, more problems. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> Did you vote for Kanye for president? Oh, shit. Kanye for president. Hell no, man. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, Yeezy. Kanye for president. Dude, that motherfucker wants it all. He wants it all. I guess. E dog. We have speaking of wanting it all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, we've only scratched the surface and all the bullshit hustles that you've that we've run. Oh yeah. But you mentioned before the break how somehow we were able to stay out of the realm of selling drugs and Yeah pimping hoes and you know yep. all that shit right yeah walking on the wild side <laughs> yeah no nah, man because that what, shit will get you thrown in jail well yeah which we've seen time and time again i mean geez oh yeah 
Yeah. No. It's not like we weren't surrounded by that shit. Yeah. But um you were mentioning something about how it actually kind of weirdly made us honest men. And and then it kind of paved the way for that 1099 hustle that you've been running. Yeah. Which is mostly, as you so aptly put, mostly the waters in which you swim. Yeah. Like a fucking I, uh... shark? Do you, is, are you sharky <laughs> that way? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I, I realized a long time ago that, I mean, it's no fun to have to get up every morning, have to check in at a job. I had this one job where I had to go in and punch in. And if I didn't punch in at just the right time within, within a certain number of minute parameter, then I would get talked to. And then that turned into like, you know, a demerit or whatever the fuck kind of system they had. (laughs) Bullshit. A demerit. And I'm like, you're going to give me shit over not punching in. I was already here at work, but the punch card didn't say it. You know, it was three minutes off or some stupid shit. Well, Eric, I did see you here, but, you know, part of the procedure is you need to make sure you punch in because, and I'm like, so it's not enough that I come and I'm here on time early even, do a great job. I got to make sure that I'm punching this fucking card for you. Well, everybody else has to do it. And I'm like, that is some of the worst fucking logic. <laughs> you, know, so you know what's fucked up? I have that same kind of rule. Ah, pues. Well, it's like you got to do it, but you know why? Because I don't want to have to go back and correct the fucking record. Well, yeah, and that you was his I mean? that's, It just adds administrative time, and then you multiply that times however many fucking employees you got. Yeah. You know? And it's like if everybody's at, coming to you saying, hey, I forgot to clock in, you know, it's just, it's a fucking vataya, man. Like you yeah. got to just fucking clock in for fuck's sake. It's a, it's a minor activity, but you can generally have a real conversation most people don't know how to manage, right? Yeah. If you pull people aside and say, hey, you got to fucking keep, it's like, have a heart. Like, yeah. I can't be doing this for you every day. That's just fucked up. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, after a while, you just kind of get used to the routine and, you know, you go yeah. stamp your shit or you go whatever the fuck. That's fine. But I hate that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know you do, man. I hate it. I know you do. You know? Um, so for me, early on, I mean, I'm talking about like when I was like 16, 17, because uh, in high school, I mean, uh, I taught myself how to make balloon animals. Yeah, and, you um, did. That became like one of my most notorious fucking side hustles was doing parties and shit doing special events (laughs) your lower intestines that's it (laughs) you know steve martin on that shit right as a matter of fact fucking steve martin steve martin (laughs) oh Born standing up. Oh, yeah. yeah the Steve Martin uh, biography. Yeah, is it? It's a good book. Oh, I was going to recommend it to you, but you know, since you brought it up. Shit, man. You've been learning how to read in night school. That's good. No, no. I, I actually, I bought the same book through Audible. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you just like to pretend you know how to read, huh? Right, exactly. I, I like to have the physical book, but I just listen to it on the Nah, I'm, I'm literal. I'm literal. <laughs> I'm literal. I'm uh, literal. Exactly. I'm not illiteral. <laughs> I'm not illiteral. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, no, bro, that was one of my early hustles was like balloon animals and then face painting and all that bullshit. And I started off doing you know, birthday parties and then people wanted to start hiring me for like company events. And people started yeah, asking me. Yeah, that sweet, like, oh, sweet corporate gig cash. The corporate gig cash. <laughs> the motherfuckers, they wanted to start paying me with checks. And I'm like, nah, fool, I want cash. And they're like, <laughs> look, I can pay you more money if you just let me give you a check. And then I was like. Oh, that means I'm going to have to be banked. Uh, I'm going to have to go on the record. Right. And then my PO is going to catch up with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, a, for a little while i was just like look i'll just take their check to their bank i'll cash it i'll get my cash they're happy i'm happy everything's all good and you know what you're you're in a weird category of the guy who likes the the 1099 hustle too and keeping that shit off the fucking books because you don't have any uh any bastard children you no. don't have any baby mama drama you don't have none of that shit no so that's kind of that's unusual that you wouldn't have knocked some chick up and then had to stay off the books because you don't want to get your uh you don't want to get your uh w2 check fucking popped for that uh for for that child support check it was never an issue of the child of a of child support as a concept it's just i just like I fucking sound like Patton right now. The very thought of cash <laughs> withheld on a check is hateful. You know, like fucking, <laughs> you know, it's like right. it's hateful, it's despicable to me that you're gonna hold on to some of my money and I don't get interest on it. Oh Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, and if you take that shit to a to a check cashing place, you know, they sell you back your own money, basically. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but it used to be though that you could take a check you know that was drawn on xyz bank walk it in they'd cash it for you yeah that used to to be able to do that but they don't do that shit anymore no they're like oh do you have an account here no this is drawn on your fucking bank you fuckers right i think they still have to do it but they fucking have to you no they charge bro oh they charge for that shit oh everybody charges even the credit unions charge for that shit now Dude. And some, some banks are like, no, we're not going to cash it unless you have an account here. Yeah, right, right. That's, that's what I'm yeah. used to hearing now. That's a thing now. But yeah, no, I, I, I grew to like the whole 1099 thing because it's like, yes, technically I'm working for you for this event, for this activity, but I'm not your fucking wage slave. I'm not your hourly bitch, you know? I roll up, I do my shit to your satisfaction, and then I get my check cut, and then everyone lives happily ever after, you know? Um, yeah, that, that kind of eliminates the whole, like, duties as assigned. Yeah. Of, you know, stipulation in every, in every employment scenario, right? It's like, yeah, you know, yeah I'm hiring you to, uh, you know, to litigate uh you know civil cases but also duties as assigned so that right. means if the senior attorney tells you to go fucking pick up coffee 
right you know, duties as fucking assigned booty as assigned Bo- booties as assigned <laughs> booties as that's assigned. when you're running a, that's when you're running a strip joint <laughs> that's it booties as this as uh booties as, as assigned yeah no it's true though but you know it, as an entertainer you you gotta just become comfortable with people paying you in a whole bunch of different ways so once i really started getting into the swing of things it's like i had to get comfortable with getting paid in big fat rolls of cash i had to get comfortable with writing an invoice and getting a you know a 1099 at the end of the year because people wanted to write that shit off on their fucking taxes well and yeah I- man you can't just be paying people and then you know not showing the outflow of cash right. and then if it's over a certain amount if you pay somebody over a certain amount you have to yeah. send them a 1099. If it's under a certain amount, then, exactly. then you don't have to send that 10, 1099. And you still write it off. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got real comfortable being, you know, a self-employed person. I'm, I'm all about the Schedule C. Yeah. You know, I mean, occasionally I'll get a W-2 because somebody just has to process me as a W-2 uh, for insurance purposes. You yeah. Know. I don't right. like it, but you yeah, know. it's short-term employment. Yeah, I'm good with that shit. You yeah. know, um, do you remember that dude Julian, who had who who remember when we were pimping out uh, different entertainers? Yeah. So we would pimp out ourselves, right? Yeah. So we would pimp out your your uh, your clown abilities and and yeah. my video abilities, and we would go yeah. make you know make party videos for people and. Yeah. And then you drag me into fucking, you know, being able to pinch hit for you and, and be <laughs> able to do balloon animals and face paint and all that shit. Yeah. But then we would we would pimp out uh um magicians and fucking bagpipers and yeah. fire eaters and shit yeah. like that. All that and shit. And take our spread. Yeah. Well, do you remember that that homeboy julian from uh i think it was he was in selma or sangers or one of these places and he had a little he had a he had a uh oh he, he had he, those he, costumes he cut hair he was a cosmetologist yeah 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 he had those crazy costumes but he yeah he would send out he yeah. would send out fully licensed fully insured i'm i'm sure totally legit uh, licensing deal from Disney and you know mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and all yeah. <laughs> right completely above board Eric oh yeah all oh, the yeah. Dis- Disney characters and shit like that Barney the Barney, dinosaur and all that, that shit. Yeah. remember that shit but yeah. then so he would send out children's entertainment by day but then by night he would be sending that was he sending out chicks too? Yeah, he was sending out chicks, man. No. The senor. I don't remember that. De veras. That was his nighttime Damn day. It. So he was he was cutting hair. He was pimping out children's entertainment and he was pimping out adult entertainment. I just thought that yeah. shit was the shit, man. Dude, that was that so bro, funny to me. Hustle. Yeah, well, dude, that dude was hustling 24-7. He had Damn. entrepreneur in his bio. Yeah, Dang, that was his profession. Was entrepreneur, Damn. hustling, running deals, That's doing it. deals. Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, all that shit is kind of small timey. 
you know. Yeah, it is. It's small timey shit. It's very fluid. You're here one day, you're gone the next kind of shit, you yep. know. Yeah. Now you one can level up and actually start like a store kind of business or start something that's that's a lot more dependent on like a like a formal space, more like brick and mortar kind of shit. That's more your kind of shit, you know. Yeah, I did that, but well, yeah, I did. I mean, that's kind of like where for me, it's like I, I didn't really ever get into that shit. But I mean, for you, I mean, what what are some of your hustles that that you've kind of uh, that you've embarked on? Well, I I started out repairing computers on the side. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. And then right. I hustled I hustled that up, right? And uh, you know, built built a decent um built a decent business doing that right um but also you know i've also continued to to pimp myself out for any sort of regulatory stuff um any paperwork that's you know been required boring shit you know things that people don't want to do right um or um i've you know i was able to um really get into um, video production for a while yeah and that was that was my little hustle yeah uh you know i was able to do wedding videos and other kinds of um, and you had a whole store you had yeah i had a i had a room. video production studio and you know i had a couple yeah. of people working for me over time and yeah and yeah i mean it was a it was a nice little you know weekend uh hustle you know that turned into yeah an all the time you know hustle yeah you know because you would film it on the weekend and then spend the next you know few days during the week and um right and edit it right and then i remember you used to have walk-in traffic i did but it was kind of rare you know the walk-in traffic was people wanted to come and see that i wasn't running it out of my garage But you know what? That's that's an important factor right there. It's like if you're gonna level up your game, you know, and you're gonna start asking for bigger clumps of money, or you're trying to to develop a better kind of clientele, you know, then you gotta present in like a like a very formal kind of environment, or at least a a place that doesn't look like it's gonna be, you know, on the back of a trailer hitch tomorrow morning right unless your unless your gig is oh man i'm selling shit that fell off the back of a truck you better well get this shit i mean now. like that can be your hustle yeah like if, it, if you're trying to look legit yeah you know like all these bullshit camera stores in fucking chinatown right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you yeah. know all these, all these lying ass electronic shops you're you're lying to me one you're telling me that's the real brand name two if it is the Mm -hmm. brand name you're telling me that shit didn't fall off a truck fuck that shit i already know right but what's interesting is i don't think a lot of people understand this is that as a hustler at some point it's like you're either going to develop an operation that is constantly on the move or you're going to develop an operation that sets up you know uh a base of operations and with that kind of shit you know we're talking about scale now you know and you got to start you know you got to you got to start watching your back i think it i think it depends on your hustle too man like i've i've watched i've watched dudes get 
unbelievably rich mm-hmm. just brokering shit oh yeah just just brokering whether it's stocks whether it's you know so you know maybe they maybe they sell uh you know insurance or their financial planning or whatever some of them have offices a lot of them they just they leveled that shit up until they bought some fat ass fucking house mm-hmm. and then they use that as their base of operations and yeah. they use their just trappings of success right to uh as their credibility as their calling card well it's like yeah. well yeah of course i know what i'm doing i mean look at where i live right you know what i mean right so but you can become unbelievably wealthy just bro- brokering shit uh oh yeah you know just you know as a one-man show but mm-hmm. it just it just depends on what you're selling you know yeah if you're hustling hus- if you're hustling fucking ditch weed you know you're gonna you're gonna stay broke and and you're uh you know you're you're probably gonna get tossed in the fucking pinta for a little while right but you're definitely <laughs> not gonna come up but right. you know if you're if you graduate from ditch weed to decide you know what there's actually you know pharmaceuticals that i could actually be selling that are yep. legal and right. might do you know somebody the opportunity of being able to heal after surgery maybe i could sell pharmaceuticals that benefit the medical community to actually right. heal people right. instead of selling fucking ditch weed right. well you know you can still be that one person hustle but you've leveled up and you're doing you know better shit for yourself right you know it's the, it's the same like everything like i think that's what you know holds people back if they're trying to run their own hustle and you know and they're trying to they're trying to come up like they don't get out of their own way and they don't use their existing experience to leverage into bigger and better experience and more profitable scenarios. Right. They just sit there and swim around the bottom and, and feed feed around the bottom. And then when all the plankton is eaten up or all the fucking rotten carrion is, is, is eaten all up, then they just try to move to a a new, another rotten spot in the pond. True. True. You know, what's interesting is, I mean, just like what you're talking about right now, it's like everybody has their own, their, their own hustle, the way that, that it works for them. I remember one of the, one of those things that, that you and I kind of like discovered early on when we started doing our, our hustles together, when we teamed up formally and we started, you know, uh, uh, like special event, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, coordination yeah coordination you know i i quickly started to realize you know that it's like you know everybody has the same 24 hours in the day and you can spend your time chasing after rodents or you can spend your time chasing after deer or Mm -hmm. a bison you know right and it's just like I mean, I guess if if all you're capable of doing is going after the like little small fry kind of shit, well, I mean, I guess that's what it is what it is. But ultimately, you know, um, as you get to a point where it's just like you want to level up your hustle, you mm-hmm. know, and you start to realize it's like it's like that game, that game show game where you're standing in that box and there's all these dollar bills floating around of different denominations. 
And it's like, if there's like ones in there, fives in there, tens in there, twenties, fifties, hundreds, it's like, and if there's all, if they're all in there in equal measure, well, wouldn't it make sense to try to grab all the hundred dollar bills as opposed to just trying to grab all the $1 bills or the $5 bills and trying to capture all that shit. My point is, is that as a hustler, you need to have a very quick understanding of what it is that you're hustling up, you know, and you can't afford to be wasting your time on little piddly bullshit that can become a crazy fucking time waster. What do you think about that, Jay? Yeah, man. It's like you only got so much time in the day. Well, you got so look, man. Walmart has made a fortune selling a bunch of little piddly ass shit. Yeah, but they fucking, do it in volume. Yeah, and everybody like tricks themselves into thinking, "Oh, I'll make it up on volume." Yeah. But if you don't have a plan for making right. it up on volume, right? And realize, like Sam Walton, like that motherfucker almost went broke. Like mm-hmm. you know his. His strategy for getting out of bankruptcy was to open up another Walmart. <laughs> no shit. And he did it no less than like a dozen times before he actually started making money. Oh, that's funny. It was a, it was a lot. It was a surprising number of stores that he had, ended up having to open. And that was, that was his get out of fucking bankruptcy strategy was open up another store to sell all the cheap shit in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And somehow he was able to cobble together, you know, the funds and, and the and the and the credit lines to get that shit done. But mm-hmm. that's not everybody. Like you really have to have your shit figured out, you know, if you're gonna be doing oh, yeah. that oh, and yeah. uh and have a plan. You know, you don't even have to have uh you don't even have to have success to make that shit work. But you do have to have a plan, like yeah. in a damn and a damn good one, right? And stick oh, yeah. to it. But if you're just talking about the fucking the 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 weekend, the side hustler, that that kind of shit, mm-hmm. like at some point, well, you've got to cut your teeth, right? Yeah. So I'm all about you know cutting your teeth on small deals while you oh, learn yeah. the game and and while you you know when when it doesn't matter, I'm all about that shit because the nose don't matter. And the, but because the smaller your market gets, uh, you know the 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 tougher it is to to deal with a no because it's a larger oh, yeah. part of your market, right? So if you've got two thousand potential customers and you fuck up with two hundred of them, you've only fucked up ten percent of your total market. Right. Whereas if now you're starting to target the big guys at the top and your total market becomes two hundred and not two thousand. Mm-hmm. And you fuck up 200 times, you fucked, you fucked up a hundred percent of your potential market at that rate. Right. So fuck that shit, you know, right. cut your teeth on some small shit. Yeah. And if you're content with bottom feeding, I guess, you know, I mean, it's your life, you know, whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, who am I to say shit right. swim around on the bottom, but don't, don't swim around on the bottom and think, God damn, man, those big fish, you know, at the top, you know, they're uh you know they're just fucking the little guy nah fool you know like learn to level your shit up swim and swim in higher waters 
Yeah, and there's different skills, different resources you need exactly. to be able to swim in different waters. Yeah, exactly. So you got to you know? you, you've always got to be honing that shit. Yeah. You, know? and you don't continue to use the same knife over right. and over again to cut your meat, right? right? Without that shit getting dull, you got to you got to exactly. sharpen it. Exactly. You, know? you can't take your small timey mindset exactly. and apply it to the bigger game and expect to have bigger gains. Right. Exactly. I mean, you got I mean, all you need all you need, to, all you need to cut hot dogs is a little fucking paring knife from the knife block right right i mean that's all then you throw that shit in with your papas and weenies and if you're good with papas and weenies every day then all you need is a fucking paring knife and a bag of fucking weenies you know <laughs> like yep. that's it you know and that shit's 99 cents bar s at the fucking country boy and yeah. go get yourself a fucking pack and you're good right yeah yeah but don't be saying you know and then if you get a steak and you try to carve that shit up with a fucking paring knife let's say you get a fucking big you know 20 ounce t-bone and you're trying to carve that shit up with a little paring knife mm-hmm. you know it's like well you didn't upgrade your tools motherfucker yeah you got a big yeah. ass steak but you don't know how to cut it right you don't know how to then, carve that shit up and you know, then learn how to wield bigger knives you know you need more knives in your knife block exactly and then if you let your shit get dull you run the risk of cutting yourself. And if there's yes. only you. Exactly. You're taking your workforce out of the workforce and then you're fucked. Yeah. And then the fucking steak just sits on the counter while you have to go get stitches in your hands and it rots on the fucking counter. And you come back and try to eat that shit. And it's got fucking E. coli and salmonella or whatever the fuck else maggots. Yeah. You know, and then you're complaining that that steak just rotted there. Yep. You know, when it was you that didn't have the skills to carve it up in the first place. That's it. That's it. I mean, you, you got to know what it is that you're fucking with. Yeah, you got to level, level up. Yeah, you got to always use your experience to level up and learn how to do something a little bit better, and a little bit better, and then you get better and better over time. Yep, that's true. Damn, man. Well, now we solved that. <laughs> Just in time for the end of the program. Damn it, bro. Taco, Taco Friday podcast can be found all across the podcast sphere, including on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere where great podcasts and this podcast can be listened to. You can find us online at tacofridaypodcast.com. You can find us on social media if you're the social type. You can be our fourth follower on Twitter at Real Taco Friday, or you can follow us on Facebook and instagram at taco friday podcast and if you'd like to catch us uh using the world's second most used search engine you can find us on jutubes 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 until next week when we solve all the world's problems from an hispanic point of view or just a couple of dumbasses point of view soc <laughs> I'm your host, J-Dog. That's my buddy, Eric. Until next week, I te watcho, I te miro, nos miramos, te veo, hasta luego, hasta la bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Cuídate, homie. I te watcho.